Oh, baby, we have a wild one tonight. That's right. Dream matches, fantasy booking on the Wrestling Map Podcast. So if you could stop what you're doing, hit the like button, subscribe, and leave a review. It'll be greatly appreciated. Let's put on those seatbelts and go for the ride. Matt podcast and I am ooh, ooh, the Maddie Daddy. Ooh, 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 ooh. Tonight is the night, ladies and gentlemen. You want Bret Hart versus Angle? You're getting it. You want Trish Stratus versus Sonny? You might get it. It is fantasy booking at its finest. Fantasy matchups on the wrestling mat? Aye, aye, aye. We have been waiting to do this. It's going to be like a fantasy draft, but with real promos and real entertainers. So let's meet these entertainers. He's been hitting line drives in the field at Coors, but he's here to have a beer with us and talk matchups. The Blueprint, Matt Kelly. What's up, dog? What's up, Matty? Uh, sl- slow down on the beer. I'm actually uh, partaking in the, the Stranahan's bourbon tonight. Uh, neatly so at that. So, hey, man, we got a bunch of good, uh, bunch of good folks with us tonight. And I'm excited to fantasy book some math, uh, some matches. I'm not sure where I'm picking on this thing, but uh, I know I'm not botching any 101s if I get them. So. That's right. We've got another 101. We're going to give them a second time around after the WCW mock draft that was highly debated all over Twitter in different schools, churches all over the U.S. We're talking about not your grandma, the luchador that makes you want more kid flash cj our own what's up my man what is going on maddie it is good to be back here get some fantasy booking in i can't wait to mix and match all the best that's ever done in this industry together and create the best matches possible that's right lucha 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 it's been too long man the lucha live streams just getting that feel that top rope Slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Lucha is here and ready to go. But I heard the Harley pull up. That's right. I saw the chaps come off. Love go on. It's the Renegade. All the way from Idaho makes the drive all the way here for some fantasy matchups. What's up, Burner? Clay? Well, it's not like it's not like I had a lot better to do, so I figured, fuck it, I'd, I'd make my way on and he said budget. That's right. Budget. Fantasy matchups, baby. WCW, NWA, AWA, NCAA. We got it all. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. We got our OGs, our crew. He picked the outsiders in the WCW mock draft, but you're getting the Lucha first overall. Now, Lucha, you cannot book yourself in these fantasy matchups or grandma. So, Lucha, before you say anything, you're now on the clock. So, this is a tough call because I've got a lot of good matches that I want to book together. But I want to talk about something relevant, especially with the match we just saw last week on SmackDown. So, I want to start with Daniel Bryan on one side in the corner there. That's one of my favorite wrestlers, the ultimate underdog, the babyface of babyfaces. And I would love to see him versus a prime Ric Flair just because... (laughs) facing off against the ultimate 
underdog, the baby face of babies, the yes movement in an Iron Man match where they can really oh. show off exactly what they can do. Damn, right out the bags, guns blazing, Lucha. The woos, the yeses, we're getting it all tonight. You can't beat that one-on-one or can you? So guys, Daniel Bryan in his prime, I'm guessing, versus Flair now? Are you like saying like Flair comes no, out of retirement? I'm saying, I'm saying prime Flair, prime Bryan. That's what I want right. to see. How are we gonna? How's this gonna end? It's an Iron Man match. Is it gonna be like a tie, like the Bret Hart Sean we just covered on WrestleMania 12? Or who's who's going over in this, CJ? I think you have to send the fans home happy. It's gonna be a World Championship match. Flair's got the belt, holding on to it for a while, and we see a four to three. A few seconds left. The bell lock locked in. And Flair is forced to tap out or gets his shoulder ripped out of socket, literally holding on to it. And I think that's how it ends with about two seconds left. There it is again. Yes, movement. Matt, you just heard Ric Flair, Daniel Bryan. Would you be picking Daniel Bryan to go over in this 101 as well? Man, I hate to give CJ this much credit right now. Like, it, it is painful to me. This was literally almost verbatim. My 102 was not my 101, but was my 102. It was literally Daniel Bryan, Ric Flair, and an I Quit match is what I had, which I think is along the same lines of what CJ had going on there. But yeah, I mean, I Ric Flair is the ultimate seller. Make his guy look like a million bucks. So yeah, I'd be plenty fine with Daniel Bryan going over there. Daniel Bryan, 2-0. Now Clayton. I could ask you if Brian's going over. He's the face. Or I could get a Ric Flair promo from you. So let's hear a little from the nature boy. Woo! Let me tell you something, baby. There ain't no way. Ain't no way Daniel Bryan is going on some more Dusty Roads, but you know. All day long, baby, but Ric Flair, he's a different animal. No. <laughs> hey, it, D- Dusty Rhodes was doing commentary that match. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> All right, Clayton, back to you, dude. 102. I'm going to make you work for it. 102. Oh, man. You know what I'd love to see? I like wrestling. I like technical wrestling, but I like brawling. Some of my favorites ever have been for all. Right? You're, you're, no, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. Maybe get a couple tough guys. Maybe get a couple of just big, badass, burly guys just knocking the shit out of each other. Like like me and Maddie Daddy, you know, that'd be great. That'd be a great main event. But no, I think if you were to take Stan Hansen versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and maybe uh I don't know a uh a strap match something something where they can really just just use it to beat the shit out of each other and and you don't need much oh. technicality you just go for it you know yeah just a badass brawl between two just two rednecks <laughs> whoa 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 what did we just witness let's take a break from the pod Stone Cold versus Stan Hansen is this good for business or is this bad, man? Is this a fart in church or is this outside the box thinking? I don't know. But let's hear from the Texas rattlesnake himself. Gosh dang, kid. Put me in a match with Stan Hansen. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin, the toughest son of a bitch. You could have had me with Goldberg. What? I said Goldberg. What? Could have had me with Hogan. What? Burner, I'm gonna drive my truck up to Idaho and stomp a mud hole in your ass. Stan Hansen, man, not somebody people bring up a lot. You hear a lot about him with Brody and their kind of matches in Japan, just as a team, and just how brutal he was, kind of before our time. Maddie, what do you think about Stone Cold going against Hansen? Is this a waste of Stone Cold, or do you like this matchup? No, no, not not a waste of Austin. I don't. I don't think anything is. Uh, I mean, Austin can make any match, you know, work. Um, 
Hanson, not on my personal list, a uh, little before my my prime, so to speak. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I think when you got a, uh, those two styles with those two particular guys, again, hadn't thought about Hanson necessarily, but yeah, I'd pay to see it. He took Stone Cold from you, CJ. Gosh dang, boy. Were you thinking Hollywood Blondes would maybe sneak into the conversation later with Stone Cold, or are you satisfied with this matchup? I'm not upset with this matchup. I think it was just the way he's kind of booked it. There would definitely just be more of a fight than a match of what it sounds like. Definitely straps getting whipped around. But I think there's some unique stuff. But this is one of the few times I think a strap match could actually be used well instead of taking away and deter from the match. I think the wrestlers in this match would know what to do with it. All I can think of is the Caribbean strap match with Savio Vega and Stone Cold. That beware dog. Anyways, who's winning, Burner? Is Stone Cold getting the win here? I think so, man. Both in their prime. I think it's got to be Austin. Got to be Austin. Everybody agree with that? Yep. You got to put Austin over. He just put Austin over. Maddie, who are you putting over tonight, baby? The blueprint. You've been working on this for weeks. I've seen you architect, you know, water in the wine. Not saying you're Jesus, but damn near close. So hit us with that perfect dream team, cream team scenario. Water into whiskey, actually, just for the record. Um, yeah, so the, my, my, the 101 was close, or the 102. Uh, I mean... All props to CJ. Again, I didn't have Stan Hansen on my list, but no problem with it. But sometimes there's a 101 that just can't be overlooked. And when it's gifted to you, you just take it. You don't overthink it. You just do. It's Sting. It's The Undertaker. It's WrestleMania. It's for the streak. Simple as that. Something that should have been done forever ago when WCW folded. Left all that on the table. I mean... Everybody has wanted this match forever. We thought when Sting finally came to WWE, they would figure out how to put it together. Happened to be Sting and Triple H, which was fine. I was there for that match. Not a bad match, but when you have literally almost everybody else clamoring for Sting and Taker, I mean, it has to be the Claire 101 for me. Oh, yes, Matt Kelly. Dude, what a hell of a pick right there. That's up there, man. Everybody's been dying to see it. That is Fantasy Booking 101. And then you even added in the streak was on the line. So we've had an Iron Man match, a strap match, and the streak. This is pretty juicy, man. Um, Sting, black and white sting, correct? I'm oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Coming from the rafters, baseball yeah. bat and all. 100%. Uh, okay, so who comes out first, Sting or Undertaker? Ooh. That's a good This is question. the streak on the line. It's got to be Undertaker last, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a really tough call because in my head, it's when W or when, yeah, as soon as WCW folds, Steam comes over. So it's that attraction. But yeah, I think in the end, it's it's got to be Taker. Taker coming out last. So who goes over? Is this a easy one and or one and done with Sting getting the nod, or does Taker, you know, keep the streak going? And then yeah. wait, before I ask you that, yeah. should the streak have ended with Brock Lesnar? Um, eh, man, in hindsight, no. Um, right. In hindsight, no. I think they had some bigger plans and some things that didn't necessarily follow through. Um, it made for a lot of good moments. It made for a lot of, uh, you know, eyeballs coming back to WWE for that, uh, you know, for those purposes. But yeah, in hindsight, probably not. Um, for this in particular, um, my heart wants to say Sting because I was always such a big Sting fan growing up. Um, I don't know where Taker would have been at in terms of his streak, wh whether if he would have been at, you know, 15, 16, uh, or if it would have been earlier on. I think if it's, you know, if he's at 11 or 12, you probably make the case, um, yeah. because it's just not big enough yet. This would probably be what, 2001, 2002, I'd say right around when, him and uh, Triple H fought in Houston or, you know, one of those ones right after they got Yeah, so, out. I mean, that may have been early enough on to where I would put Sting over, actually. Because yeah. he'd be in his prime still, yeah. Yeah. If you want more of Sting in his prime, walk on over to TNA with Dixie Carter and Jeff Jarrett. But, um, dude, yeah, I, I would probably go Undertaker with this win. Uh, I love it, though. 
hell of a match. Uh, I think that's one of those that everybody's like, why didn't it happen? So I can definitely see it. CJ, anything to say about Sting and Undertaker? You like this matchup? And do you think Undertaker would take the win here? I mean, of course, I like the matchup. It's two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, wrestling on the biggest stage in the mall. The only qualm I really would have with it, it's hard to have that heel-face dynamic in a match like that. That's the only thing is both wrestlers would be so over. But a moment I would love to see in this would be Sting hitting a Scorpion Death Drop and a Taker just sitting up out of it. Oh. That, would, that would just be the classic. The icing on the cake or something. And I could picture that being perfectly woven into a match with those two. That's just something else. When he was talking about it, I'm like, man, that would be a moment. But I would oh, put yeah. Taker over in that, just especially at WrestleMania, WWE guy. I mean, I love Sting, but I think that's just how it would have to be booked. Rest in peace. So, so far we have Daniel Bryan versus Woo, the Nature Boy. We got Stan Hansen. Getting his ass whipped by the Stone Cold Steve Austin, the rattlesnake from Victoria, Texas. We got the streak. Undertaker versus Sting in their prime. Three solid ones. Now it's my turn. Since I can't pick Stone Cold, he was on the radar. I'm going to have another beer. Because just like in Denver for Matt Kelly and CJ, the mountains are blue, baby. Um, Guys. There's this one I was almost I was fist pumping like Jersey Shore when I saw Matt took Undertaker's thing because then I knew I get to get a little freaked out tonight. Yeah, nobody touched Macho Man. Yeah, and he's gonna be fighting and he's gonna be biting. Yeah, it's gonna be Macho Man versus the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Talk about fucking, excuse my language, entertainment. I'm trying to clean it up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Shawn Michaels, macho man. Talking about WrestleMania 10. I know that's kind of, kind of faux pay with the Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels ladder match. But I think that was one of the ideas. And I think that was Shawn Michaels night. And I think macho, if he wouldn't have had to face crush, we would have seen some magic, baby. Madison Square Garden, WrestleMania 10. Just two clashes of different styles, but just workers, baby. You get the craziness of the macho man. Yeah, let's bring in Elizabeth. Why not? Putting over the heartbreak kid at WrestleMania 10. Yeah, instead of losing in the Ramon, I'll take it, dude. Shawn Michaels, macho man, WrestleMania 10. Would that be epic? Let's go with you, CJ. Hit me up, baby. Oh, 100% we totally epic. Both those wrestlers right where they should be. Um, two of the best workers. Great mic skills at that time. And we'd see a good amount of like high flying for that time as well. Those elbow drops would be crisp, beautiful to watch. Um, Maddie, I'm curious who you're going to put over in this. Oh, man, at that point, you got to give HBK the rub. I'm a big proponent of Shawn Michaels in that 93 to 98 range. After that, I could care less, but that was like peak Shawn Michaels. I thought he was hitting them out of the park. Like Larry Walker, baby. Anyways, dude, Shawn Michaels deserved the rub. And Macho, you can lose a million times, and you're still getting over because you're Macho. First name Macho, last name man. Yeah. Burner, would you put over Macho, or would you put over the showstopper? No, you you hit the nail on the head in this in this time frame where you're looking at. Yeah, you have to give him the rub. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Macho will survive. HBK might not. That's right. Yeah, Gloria Stefan, I will survive. But guess what, guys? Shawn Michaels, HBK, Macho. I was at the turn. I get back to back skis. So this one might be not the most popular, but I'm gonna do it. It was my pitch for the wrestling mat. I don't know why it was my pitch and why this made sense in fantasy booking. But, man, we're getting close to the summer. It gets a little hot, especially in New York, on the USS Intrepid on the 4th of July. Yoko Zuna out there waiting for an opponent. Who's going to slam Yoko? Is it going to be Kid Flash, world's strongest man, his alter ego when he doesn't want to wear his mask and he just wants to slam? No. No. Kid Flash, how old were you in, like, 94? I was a three at that time. 
Not happening. But I think I got somebody else. If anybody's lost from what I'm rambling on about, uh, Lex Luger slammed Yoko. That set up kind of the feud of the summer, blah, blah, blah. Kind of gave Lex Luger his push as part of, you know, pretty much Captain America. But I got ulterior motives with that. Lex don't show up, man. He decides to go to WCW a little early. You know who shows up on that chopper? The ninth wonder of the world, China. To start all the women's revolution, slams Yoko, bam, whole shake, almost break, or ship breaks. It's crazy. And you have China taking on Yokozuna, the first intergender match. And how am I booking this? China's got to go over, right? Burner, who's winning this match, man? Are you are you team China or are you team Yoko? I mean, if if you're going this deep with it, it's why not put China over? <laughs> let her let her have it, man. I Just mean, let, let him do his thing. Let her have it. Let him miss the bonsai drop. You know, she she cradles him from crucifixes him from behind, rolls him over. One, two, three, whatever. You know, I don't know if China would do business the other way around either. So. I I don't know. Bless her heart. Uh, yeah, China. I don't know why this was in my twisted, sick head, but I'm all about women's rights, and I wanted the movement started early. So that's what I was thinking. Maddie, baby, lay it on me. I'm calling you Maddie, but I'm Maddie. You're the blueprint. Dude, China Yoko, is that fantasy booking? Uh, one of these two wrestlers was in my 103, damn you, Maddie. Uh, China was, in fact, in my 103. But Whoa, it was against, uh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. against Rhea Ripley, in fact. I thought Dude. that would have been a... Uh, would have been nasty. Titan of a matchup right there. But um, yeah, to your point at this particular time and the way that uh, women's wrestling was viewed, China would have had a, a, a real chance to just uh, skyrocket. Yeah, to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you heard, heard it here. Now it's time for another one, baby. Maddie, you're back up. You just went sting taker. I believe it's you, baby. I'm conflicted. I need, I need a need a firm answer here, Maddie. Are we going two rounds or three? Let's go three. We're 20 minutes in. <sighs> the, the the water is boiling, and the peas would be jumping if the water wasn't hot. Let's go. I'm trying to play the game of what's going to come back to me. Uh, Bad with, street quite Atlanta, a GA. Off the list. I feel like this would come back to me. But CJ is on some sort of weird telepathy path tonight, screwing with my matches. So I'm going to take this match. And this match is unique because it's still a match that can be booked today, right now, this year. Make it happen. It's the four horsewomen at WrestleMania Yay. for all the gold. Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha. It's been out there. They had a shot to do it a couple of years ago when Bailey had the money in the bank. Instead, they had her cash in. Uh, these are probably the four biggest names uh, in, in WWE's women's division right now. Uh, they sparked a lot of this current revolution. They're at the, the, the mountain. They're all at the peak of their career, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, this is I, I thought I could come back. But then again, didn't want to risk it. It's too big of a match for me. And I think it could be a, a revolutionary type match. It could main event mania. Well, and that's got to happen, right? You bring that up, and that's fucking huge, man. Should have happened about two or three years ago. I, I don't know what the timeline was for that, uh, for Bailey winning. Obviously, she's a completely different person and a completely different character now, and I'd like to see it even more now uh, with Bailey's present-day character. So maybe it's one of those things that it was, in fact, better off waiting um, to see happen. But Charlotte's clearly at the peak right now. I mean, she is, she is to me, head and shoulders above the rest of the women's division. Uh, Bianca Belair has entered into this conversation. Rhea Ripley's entered into this conversation. Oscar, but if you want to, you know, just have the OG nostalgia of, it, of those four ladies kind of being there to kick this off. That's that's what I say the main event is. This has got to be WrestleMania main event. So who's winning, man? Is there a certain wow. person that's getting the rub? Is Bailey getting this because she's just on on her game right now, or is this, you know, what do we get? Ah, uh, man. Um, Jesus, that's so hard to say. That's tough. That's um, four main eventers. 
Yeah, I mean, I know everybody would hate the answer of Charlotte, but if she's if she's doing what she's doing right now, the the answer is Charlotte. But um, you know, if we have a, a two or three month build, give me Sasha Banks all day long. Yeah, I mean, you could really go four different ways with that. That's what makes that so freaking nuts. CJ Burner, real quick, rapid fire. Who wins that match? I'm going Bailey on that one. That's the only thing I would want to see. Same here. What about you, Burner? Same. All right. Anonymous. Wow. I'm surprised. All right, Burner. Yeah, yeah, a couple angry Texans, brother. You had the toughest SOB, and you had old Stanny. Who we got? Imagine, if you will, WrestleMania next year. Build up. Roman doesn't have an opponent. Goldberg. Goldberg. Don't you do it, man. No, sir. I <laughs> will not huge, allow that. That's a huge negative. Yeah, that's a letdown. Sorry. But he stands Goldberg. out there, still universal champion, still banging his chest about being head of the table. If you smell. Oh, yeah. Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania for the universal championship next year. I want to see it personally. Not only do you have the title on the line, but you have the title of head of the table, chief on the line. True. You know, and then maybe maybe you slip Jay Uso in, you know, as a special guest referee. Yeah. Dude, Just a, that's a all about family. So you're telling me I can uh, there's a chance I can still hope that I could get a fatal four-way at a WrestleMania with the women, and then I get the rock and Roman Reigns at the same year. You talk about records, dude. No. That Talk about wanting to bring wrestling, like, man, that's huge, dude. Rock's got to give the rub to Roman, right? Or do oh, you absolutely. Think... No. Yeah. No, Rock has to give the rub to Roman. I mean, just push him even further to the moon. Right. You know, his trajectory is upwards anyway, so why not keep it going? Yeah, but. It's been how long since we've had a champion the Rock? Who, who else is ever going to beat him? That's my thing. What about you, Matt? What do you think here? You think Roman deserves to win this one? You got Rock for president in 2030, his own NBC show. Like, this is what people want, right? Or do they want Roman to keep going? Um, I mean, there there will people there will be people that that want the Rock to win for sure. But you got to think long term in this. And you know, if we're talking about next year's WrestleMania, the Rock will be mere days, uh, contrary to his damn, uh, you know, everybody's eyeballs and what he looks like. He'll be just shy of fifty years old. Um, he's not coming back for a long schedule of any sort. He's got way too much going on in Hollywood. Uh, but the back and forth and the build up to that would just be tremendous oh, Mike. Um, so yeah it's 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 worth every bit of it that's a that's a huge match back to back dude you guys brought out all the all the shenanigans that i would expect on the wrestling mat podcast at wrestling mat one all over twitter facebook and instagram and if you missed it you better get back on it baby but lucha you nailed it all these all these have been pretty damn good so Lucha, man, your grandma's not here. I'm not going to let you book her either. But you've been killing it. You knocked that one out of the park. Flair and fuck, excuse my language again. God. Uh, Brian, now I just need to start cussing. I'm ruining the pod, but all right. What do you got here, Big Daddy? I think my next one is worth cussing over. I think this is a match I would love to see. It's not possible, unfortunately, because Eddie Guerrero is not with us anymore. But I want to <laughs> see um, Eddie Guerrero... AJ Styles. Man. One of the matches I would just love wow. to see both those guys working together. Two of the best workers of all time, just creating just poetry in the ring. I mean, I would put this as a WrestleMania match 100%. Absolutely, dude. Two different kinds of styles, but just the mat work. Holy smokes, man. And present day AJ Styles, the last couple years was was it 2017 was his Royal Rumble debut, I believe. He's been on fire. And then Eddie Guerrero, man, the matches he's had since Halloween Havoc. I'm sure he's made more of those. We saw him with Mysterio. We've seen him with Angle. All these different matches from Eddie gone too soon. Dude, you could go so many different ways with either one of these superstars they tear the house down so i gotta ask you cj who wins this match man wrestlemania 
Lie, cheat, steal. You got AJ Styles. Does he have the good brothers with him? Like, what's going on? I think it's AJ Solo. I think it has to be one-on-one. I don't want any funny business in this match. I don't want anything kind of distracting it. I would the Eddie's playing the lie, cheat, and steal, of course. And he tries to get a few sneaky shots in there. AJ, smart veteran, does the right thing and outsmarts all the moves. And you can see even like a fake chair shot for both of them where the chair just falls and they both fall to the ground. Some kind of moment like that to really add to it. But I think you have to put Eddie over in this one just because Eddie Guerrero and just what it would do for that. Both you, both can take a loss, but I just want to see Eddie win one more time. If I had to book it, that's how I'd do it. Eddie gets the win. Burner, any thoughts about this matchup, baby? Yeah, CJ kind of hit it on the head, man. I, I think, man, I, I think back to when Eddie used to do the the throw the chair and take the bump, try to get the other person disqualified. And I, I can't think of many people who would sell it better than AJ, especially if there was a little back and forth with them both taking bumps and throwing the chair at each other. And then after that, maybe maybe you have AJ on the outside after a ref bump. He goes for the phenomenal forearm. Eddie, you know, who's been playing possum, grabs a chair that was laying in the ring, throws it. You know, he forearms into the chair, and then he hits a frog splash. One, two, three. But I'm putting Eddie over 100%. Latino Heat. Dude, Eddie, AJ, we could talk about him all night. That's so many solid fantasy matchups. CJ, you're back up, dude. You're on the clock. With the back-to-back on this one, uh, Maddie, this is going to be a hard match for you to watch. I know you're not a fan of all the blood going in. Rhino? No, it's not Rhino. It's gonna. I want to see a John Moxley Cactus Jack. I got my on the fire here, but definitely a hardcore match. Barbed wire tax, the whole nine yards. Make it a street fight so they can pin anywhere. That's something I want to see. Love it. So this is just blood to the max, guts, gore, everything. Oh, and does Moxley get the win or is it? Is it Cactus Jack? Like, who gets lit on fire or thrown off a cell? Or what happens here? What's the big spot of the match? Because this has to be huge. Oh, there's going to be at least three or four big spots of the match. But I think it's going to have to end with some kind of um, elaborate setup. And Moxley hits the paradigm shift on some kind of barbed wire, like, flaming table. Like, ridiculously (laughs) over the top. But that's got to be how it ends. And Someone has to die in this match, basically. <laughs> There's blood covered on both of them. and But we're talking prime. I'm talking prime Cactus Jack, where he's taking bumps on complete uh, concrete and everything you can imagine. But I would put Moxley over on this one and pretty easily in that match. I like it. I can't complain. All right, so we've got, I believe it's Burner burner of Stone, Faces of Fantasy, the man, the myth, the legend. What do we have here, baby? Renegade? <laughs> I'm going to hit y'all with something a little different. Uh, it might not have the star power of a Stone Cold or the Rock. Who I've or a Stan Hansen. Yeah, or Stan Hansen, oh. you know. But <laughs> I, uh, I'm a fan of six-man tags when they're done right. Uh-oh. Here comes all the talent off the board. <laughs> Come on, I'm not I'm not going to do y'all like that. I'm not going to I'm not going to go over there. No, here we go. Too cool with Flash Fuck. The only problem that might the only person that might have a problem with this is Maddie Daddy and that's just too bad. You should have hit it on your last turn, but what if you put those three guys from Bad Street Atlanta GA? Yeah. In the ring. against the new day can you tell me that story doesn't write itself yeah story i tell you what renegade it sounds like it's a good match yeah that would be a great match i mean i mean pancakes jack daniels Dude, geez. you've got you've got you've got those those three rough rednecks from Atlanta, GA. You know those technical wizards, those 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 studs. Hey, the farther you go down the block, the better it gets, baby. You damn right. Atlanta, GA. Atlanta, GA. Atlanta, GA. 
story writes itself in my head, and I'd love to see it. I don't care where it happens. Hell of a hell of a tag team match right there, too. And I think, I think, uh, I think I'm going to give it to the new day, man. I, I, I think you give it to the, the face of this match. I think you just have to, man. Because new day rocks. That's right. New day rocks. <laughs> no, I All think right. I think uh, Big D Biggie dominates in the end and gets the one, two, three. You guys think like New Day's ran its course, or do you think there's more meat on the bone? Let's go, Matt. Yeah, it's a, that's a really tough question right now because they're trying to uh, they're trying to push Biggie uh, and his solo run right now, which is underwhelming i guess is is how i would put it um you know kofi and uh uh xavier have looked uh not great the last uh the last couple of times that we've seen them with aj styles and omos um so in a weird way new day like yes i think it's technically ran its course but at the same time i'm worried about what they would do solo all right well i got one for Lucha, Xavier Woods, is this ceiling capped? In WWE, I believe it's possible. I just think the way they book him, unfortunately. I think he himself is a great talent. He himself is a great on the mic. He himself has every ability to get that far, but I don't think the company views him as that. So I think in that way, yes. All right. Burner, who wins? New Day or that bunch of... Badasses from Bad Street. Now you give it to the faces, man. New Day takes it 100%. So Bad Street wins, right? Bad Street does the job, buddy. Bad Street wins. End of discussion. You can do the J-O. Had enough times. He'll just agree. <laughs> we ran out of time, ladies and gentlemen. We got to move on. Bad Street wins. All right, Maddie. You killed it on that last two. You have dominated. How are you going to follow New Day and Bad Street, though? <sighs> I'm so mad at myself and at CJ. Um, I played the game and I, this did not come back. I, I had Eddie Guerrero in my last match and now I'm really torn on, on where to go, uh, with this particular match and how the logistics of this would work. God, CJ, you're such a jerk. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steiner brothers in a tag team match for tag team gold. And I'm putting back together a very underrated tag team. Two guys that are doing very, very well apart. Talking about Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh. DIY versus the Steiner Brothers. That's outside the box, man. I like that. So you're going peak Steiner bros, like when they're in their prime. Yeah, this absolutely. Two college athletes. And then yeah. you have these two guys who have pretty much revolutionized NXT. So who are we getting? Who's going over? And is this like an NXT match? Do they level up? Is 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 that team coming to WCW? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I I could actually see those guys in WCW, but with as as crazy as Rick and Scott are, I'd I'd like to actually see them in NXT. NXT's tag team scene has actually been pretty pretty good um, over the course of its lifetime, which is kind of odd considering what WWE usually does to tag teams. But yeah, man, uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa just have incredible chemistry. Obviously, Rick and Scott have incredible chemistry. Um, I'd have DIY going over on this particular match. All right. Any thoughts on those teams, guys, or anybody picking the signers here? I don't know how DIY survives that match. That's how stiff those hits will be. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's my, my biggest takeaway. I'm like... The Steiners are big boys, and they were real stiff when they were in their prime. But CJ, let me ask you this: What does the Steiner math say? <laughs> oh man! If you just do the math, you can come up with the end result. That's terrible. We got a thirty-three and a third percent chance of <laughs> this one. Basically, the Steiners have a hundred and forty-one point twenty-three percent chance of winning this match. That's all there is to it. 
No. That, that's only one Steiner, though. If we're adding two Steiners, oh, we're that's two hundred eighty-two point something percent. That's <laughs> let's go. The math just adds up. The Steiners are taking this over. It does. Steiners I love me some DIY, it. but you can't, you can't, you can't argue the math. You can't argue the numbers. Nope. Those are some pretty good matches. So it's left to me. I've got to pick the closer, right? So I've got Bret Hart in my mind because he's just the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. But then I have two ideas. I have one, I'm kind of stuck at 93 passing the torch, which is kind of what I'm thinking, but I don't think Bret Hart needs that match. So honorable mention Hogan, right? I think Hogan should have let Bret beat him instead of giving the belt to Taker or Yoko or whatever it was. So I'm going Kurt Angle, Bret Hart. You got to. Like, this is just... This would tell such a good story, and I'm just such a fan of both those guys in ring ability. So you get peak Bret Hart, peak Kurt Angle, they're going to tear the house down. Kurt Angle tore it down with Shawn Michaels and about every other wrestler. Same with Bret Hart. Bret Hart's one of the only guys I know that can make like almost any big man look good in a match. So this one, yeah, this has to be a WrestleMania. Who has to win? It can't be a can't be an Iron Man match. We've already had that. Um, this has to be a submission match. And you've got to give it. Oh, this. How do you pick a winner to this, dude? How do you pick a winner from Olympic a- athlete to Bret which Hart? angle are we talking here? That that's how you can decide this one. Are we talking? Just brand new angle, um, hitting the scene, hit on a streak. Trying no, to no, this is puck. prime. Each one of them. Okay, so this we're talking like, TNA angle in because that's, that's no. <laughs> prime. We're talking angle now. No, um, we're talking Brett and angle right now. Um, you got to give angle it. I don't know how you can make an Olympic athlete tap out. I don't know even know if that's been done. Has it? Have we seen Kurt Angle tap? That doesn't That's sound a really good like question. I don't know something they would do. Um, WrestleMania, it just—that's the hardest part. Like, how do you book this match and have a winner in a submission match? So, I mean, yeah. you, you can reverse the sharpshooter and ankle lock, like roll through it. That's the only way you can really, yeah. see, really end. Or you that. could have what was it? The uh, WrestleMania where Owen threw in the towel, like the Bob yeah. Backlund win of yeah, that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 10, 11, 11, I think. Um, yeah, just crazy, man. Um, any honorable mentions? Everybody name like one match they thought of. We don't have to go too in detail. Matt, give me one that was on the list that just almost made it. I, well, I'm going to give you one real quick that CJ stole from me. And it was one that you <laughs> and I talked about, actually, Maddie, on a previous podcast. It was going to be uh, Eddie Guerrero versus The Fiend just to get your Guerrero's reactions to the fiend. I think oh that whole gosh. program and build up would have been classic, but of two guys that I actually had left, I would have went CM Punk and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Love that dude. Love Adam Cole. I think he's another one that's just underrated should be on the main roster. I don't know if he'd get lost in the shuffle, but big fan of his. All right, renegade. We've seen you on the Harley pull up earlier. You're talking Stan Hansen. You're talking leather straps. Let's get back to business. Who was that that almost made the list? I've actually got two that I was debating oh. between, and neither one of them made the list. Look but at this. Look at this camera hog over here. Look, I'm going to make it quick. Triple H versus Harley Race. I think that would have been amazing. Ooh. You know, Triple H took a lot of his inspiration from Harley. They would have had a great match. And then another inspiration drone match. Uh, Bruiser Brody versus Brody Lee, and I I don't mean oh, I don't mean yeah, 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 WWE yeah. version. I mean Brody Lee. I think okay. that match would have been Crazy Eyes versus Crazy Eyes, maybe Last Man Standing. That would have been great. Big uh, shout out to Luke Harper, Brody Lee, and Bruiser Brody. Both gone too soon. Yep. Lucha, what you got for me? I mean, I had a few that um, almost made the cut. I mean, I can list them all. Like CM Punk, Kenny Omega is one of them. I had CM Angle Brett on my list. Um, I had Heart Foundation versus Steiners. A couple of them. But the one, the one, if I had another pick, I would go with Ray Phoenix versus Ray Mysterio versus Pac in a triple threat. Just to see what Ray, the prime Ray Mysterio would do with those two. What we'd see kind of the way it would go. We've seen Ray Phoenix and Pac work together, but I would see like that dynamic of Ray Mysterio in his prime thrown in there. That's a lot of good ones. Uh, 
CM Punk we haven't talked about on a pod yet, I don't believe. No CM Punk talk. That's got to come up eventually. Um, crazy night. Crazy fantasy matchups. Crazy booking. couple guys we didn't mention. The Outsiders. The 101 of the WCW mock draft. Don't even make the card of fantasy matchups. How does that happen? Lucha? Just again, the outsiders were pinnacle for what WCW was, and that's why that choice was not because of their great in ring ability. So I was going with some of the best in ring wrestlers that I right. could work together. Yeah, they were definitely uh, they were great for WCW Nitro, but when you put them in the ring as a team, you kind of knew what was going to happen. What about Goldberg? We didn't bring up Goldberg at all. That's another one that you know, Pete Goldberg. I could have seen we didn't bring up Hogan, another guy. Uh, I think we're all just huge fans of technical wrestling. It's like the biggest thing. Right. Being like back the best of the best. Um, that's where I think Goldberg is great. Again, that's some, one of those guys that he's a great show. He does everything you want. He just hits the big moves. Like, Short and but, sweet. Yeah. But if I'm looking for something that I could book any match that I could watch, and I've watched it, I'm sitting down watching it 100 times in a row. These are the guys I want to see. I wouldn't watch a Goldberg match 100 times in a row. All right. We've had a hell of a time booking the territory. We booked WrestleManias. We booked strap matches. Only thing we didn't book is Lucha. We'll have to book him very soon. We've had the blueprint. We've had the renegade. All we're missing is Lucha's grandma. Guys, next week, you're getting King of the Ring 93. That's Mr. Perfect. That's Bam Bam Bigelow. Shawn Michaels, Big Daddy Cool. Reza Romo. 93. Set it and forget it. Guys, let's get the f- truck out of here. Burner, you got to get on the road, brother. I seen you've been drinking and puffing. We need you back on that Harley. Take a break. Where can they find you? You've been doing Faces of Fantasy. I've been listening to it in my car, on my boombox. It's pretty good stuff. You did all the editing. This is your new project, man. Fill everybody in on your what you're working on. Yeah, man. Uh, essentially, I was sitting there looking at it, and I said, you know, I I know all these analysts. Time out. Time I- out. You've been on promos tonight. You didn't give us Ric Flair. You gave us Dusty Rhodes. So I want That's I want right, to know baby. what you're working on in Dusty Rhodes' voice, baby. American dream. Okay, let me tell you something, pumpkin head. Okay, <laughs> so what I got going here is I got all these fantasy analysts, and I don't know them very well, but I'd like to. So I'm gonna sit down week after week with each one of them, just a little one-on-one, and we're just not gonna talk fantasy, baby. Okay, we're gonna hit hard times. We're gonna talk personal business, baby, because that's how we do it. We're gonna get to know all these people inside and out, and then we talk a little fantasy after. That's right. From uh. Kings and Queens to Pork and Beans. Burner has you covered. Faces of Fantasy at Burner of Stone, ladies and gentlemen. Dude's a grinder. One of the hardest guys in the room. <laughs> hardest work. <laughs> hardest working guys. In the- not, not at the moment. Oh, it got you know. real crazy here. He was talking beers earlier. Let me get a couple more drinks. I'm going to leave that case. It's 2021, baby. And if you want to talk hard times, we will. Oh, we'll talk some hard times, baby. Matt, you have your own projects. You're always got a blueprint up your. Up your <laughs> I'm just going to. Oh, two, this got real raunchy uh, real fast. Coors Field. Are we about to do this? Can I take off my shirt? Because this. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here. Yes. Dude, Sting yeah. Undertaker. The pick is in. You do photography, you do flash photography, you do it all, man. Where can they find you on these hot summer nights? And if they want more of the blueprint, where do they find them? Oh, God. I'm trying to keep a straight face right now. Um, <laughs> first off, Clayton, Burner, uh, uncanny cadence of Dusty Rose there. Prompts, uh, prompts on that. Uh, my formal apology before we get out of here to, uh, to Keith Lee and the Dudley boys. I feel like I should have figured Ooh. it out, a way to get in those guys. 
but anyway, all my socials at that Matt Kelly. Um, the pick is in Fantasy Football Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. My latest episode, Matty Daddy and I breaking down the 2021 NFL Draft. So go check that out as well. Going to be talking to Jason Pruitt, uh, knocking out some more uh, some more draft talk. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Ladies and gentlemen, Kelly is a stud. At that Matt Kelly, the pick is in. This guy is a grinder as well, and he's very, very good at what he does. But we got our own set of muscles and steel and sex appeal. This guy nailed it tonight. I'd say the fantasy booking MVP tonight after the shit show that was the WCW mock draft, Lucha went full circle, and he just dominated on a night that needed to be I guess dominated. That's kind of weird. Continues the theme. Lucha, dude, you do it all, man. The dynasty duo, you ran circles around everybody during the draft weekend. Your value has spiked. If you wanted to buy stock in the Lucha or kid flash, it's probably a little too expensive at this point. So CJ dude, fill us in on what you're doing and where they can find more of the Lucha door that makes you want more. Yeah, I'm essentially the Dogecoin of fantasy football right now. So that's something to keep an eye on with that. But it's at KidFlashFF. Um, you can always find me there answering questions on Twitter. I also, like Maddie talked about, I have my own Dynasty podcast with um, Tyler Carp at the Dynasty Duo. We just finished our first of two episodes this week. So by the time you hear this, you'll have two new episodes to listen to. So we break down the first two rounds of a rookie draft for your Dynasty League. So something to look at there. And I've got an article coming out for pro football mania this week about some rookies you should be selling right now dude this guy's on dlf he's an expert ranker he's helping out you know the homeless he's doing it all the luchador is lifting mountains as we speak he's talking about cutting weight this guy is your olympian athlete we talk kurt angle but the other one kid flash baby at kid flash ff guys it's the Maddie Daddy. King of the Ring 93 next week. As always, keep dreaming, screaming, and creaming. And it's been my pleasure, my treasure. Let's get out of here, baby. That's right, pumpkin heads. <laughs>